welcome to the SheFi Podcast. I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Amy. And today we're going to be talking about one of um, the most awesome movies to come out in a long time, Wonder Woman. Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's, of course, a lot to love about about the movie. Um, Amy, what were some of your impressions? I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not surprised that it did so well at the box office. Um, it helped to kind of um, show that myth to not be true. That myth that they were saying that a um, movie, um, no one would want to go see a movie about a female superhero. Yeah. And that it would do terribly at the box office. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman went to go show that this was not true because. I think it got like a hundred million, an estimated hundred million um, domestically, and then it got a hundred million worldwide um, for a total of two hundred million for opening weekend, and that is amazing. Yeah. I think it's one of yeah, it's a it was a very well received movie. It really was, and that's it is it is really awesome because it's um, I mean there's uh, this idea that the only like female-led movies that can do well are romantic comedies and that they're really only going to do well among women, and which is so stupid. And so to see Wonder Woman doing as well as it has done has been really gratifying and awesome. Um, and I think it's encouraging for the upcoming uh, female-led DC movies, Bat- Batgirl and um, Birds of Prey, and also Marvel's Captain Marvel. So hopefully they'll follow in Wonder Woman's footsteps and also do really well. And, you know, DC really badly needed a big win. And, uh, you know, and they just were kind of on a bad roll for a while. So yeah. this will definitely improve their standing um, mm-hmm. in the public's eyes for making movies. Yeah, I agree. Um and I think one of the things that I think that worked really well with it for DC is that it, it the movie did tie in with the larger DC universe. Um, you know, you see the be the be, sort of the framework of the story is Wonder Woman um, telling her story to Batman. Batman sends her this, uh, as we saw in Batman versus Superman, sends her that old photo of herself, and and we see that he asks her in the note with it. Uh, maybe you'll tell me your story one day, something to that effect. And so the the framework is her basically telling her story to Batman. So there are some tie-ins and there are some Easter eggs, but um, mostly it's, it's Wonder Woman's story. The focus is on her, and I think that was a smart decision um, to really make it about about her and not so much about trying to build the universe. Although I... I really like the way Marvel does it, and I think Marvel, of course, is really successful. Um, but I think with this movie in particular, it was important to keep the focus on her, and it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I heard, like, yeah, she was definitely the most interesting of the characters, um, and she had her sidekicks. Um, she also had, I guess, I read somewhere, or heard somewhere, that Patty Jenkins, the director um thought of you know steve trevor her i 
I guess you would say, kind of like romantic interest slash sidekick, um, that she, when she made him, she kind of, um, and directed him, she thought of Lois Lane from Superman. It kind of made him like the male Lois Lane um, for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Which makes a lot of sense. I mean, he does really kind of fill that role. And, um, and I liked that. I like, you know, because I like Lois Lane, too. She's, she's an yeah. interesting character in her own right, and she's a successful journalist. And, you know, but she is the love interest. <laughs> and I yeah. thought they did a good job. It was interesting to see Steve Trevor in that role, um, you know, and has always been interesting to see him in that role in the comics. Because um, he is a, a really cool, really... Uh, interesting character on his own but you mm-hmm. know he's he's not the main character Wonder Woman is the main character and it's um seeing that kind of gender reversal is interesting yeah and it was interesting um it was just great for this character who's um kind of in this earlier time frame when I guess feminism or seeing women as equal wasn't um wasn't as as much of a, you know, thing as it is nowadays. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, things weren't uh, as equal back then. Um, For that character to kind of just step into the role of realizing, wow, um, this character, that uh, super, that, sorry, Wonder Woman has some great qualities and skills um, that can actually really get the job done. And even so, more so than he or the other characters um, that were on their team. And so he was able to kind of um, step aside and let her have the spotlight to go and take care of, you know, the the bigger issues, uh, Aries or, you know, something huge. And, you know, yes. as he said at the end, uh, oh, by the way, before, before we continue, um, <laughs> yes, spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, go see the movie. Um and then listen to our podcast because yeah. there are spoilers in this. <laughs> but yeah, as um, as he was saying to Wonder Woman at the very end, um, I'm going to handle the issue for today so you can go and save the world, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. No? Yeah. I like, there was never, with Steve, there was never, um, it was never a question of like, oh, well, is she really going to be able to handle it? She's a woman. And you did see a little bit of that with some of the other characters, um, kind of at first, not really getting why she was there, what she was doing, because she was a woman. Um, but then even they, well, of course, when they see what, what she can do, that just disappears, and they, they realize that, like, oh, well, of course, she's this super powerful character. But I feel like with Steve, even before, like, even in the very beginning, it was like there was no downtime. Like, it was never a question in his mind that a woman could be competent and powerful. Um, and I, I liked I liked having him portrayed that way. Yeah, he was definitely a progressive character for that time yeah, period. Yeah, especially um, for the time period. Mm-hmm. He did, however, um, end up um, at the Amazon islands there, um, the mascara, and getting to see the Amazon women in action against the, early on. That's true. It's the Germans. So he already had an idea of what, that is true. You're right. He did get to see them fighting pretty early on. That is true. And the other characters didn't get to see that right away. 
Mm-hmm. That probably was a very eye-opening moment, though. Can you imagine? He was just surrounded by <laughs> all these very empowered Amazonian women, um, and he's tied up in the lasso. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just um, kind of like telling him what they want from him, what he needs to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> So probably a very humbling moment. Um, yeah. So I think Steve Trevor had it, um, a lesson in um, woman equality yeah. early on. <laughs> yeah. I think for sure. I think a lot of the characters in the movie did. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Once they saw what she could do, I, yeah, it was definitely. Mm-hmm. And that, that was cute at that one moment when they were in the alley and um, – <laughs> they were being attacked by these guys and he's like, stand back. Yeah. And guy shot at him and then Wonder Woman used her, um, cups to kind of deep, you know, to just kind of deflect those, um, bullets and <laughs> basically save his life. And then he stood back as she yeah. pretty much kicked everyone's ass. <laughs> and they asked like, who's she? And he's like, she's my secretary. And then she does that, and he's like, she's a very a very good secretary, I think he says. That's, that was, that's a funny moment, too. There is a bunch of humor throughout. Um, they did a good job with that when she's trying on outfits. and But it was done, like, the outfit thing I thought was done. It could have been a really, like, sexist, almost, like, romantic comedy kind of, like, trying on outfit scene. But it wasn't. It was actually funny, and it was well done. Um, yeah. I really like that moment when she asked, um, she's wearing one of those, like, um, kind of like, um, those dresses that are really kind of restricting and you can't really move too much in them. And she's like, how do I kick in this? How how do you fight in these, how do women fight in these dresses? (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) It was, yeah, they did a really good job with humor Mm -hmm. all throughout. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I really enjoyed, um, and I read somewhere um, from Patty Jenkins that she said that she created um, Wonder Woman. She didn't want to make Wonder Woman, like, into a man. She wanted to make her a woman. So she kept intact Wonder Woman's feminine qualities, her, you know, like her compassion, her compassion, her caring, um, you know, they, her, her softness. She... Because she needed to be, not only should she just be strong and tough, but also compassionate and caring, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that you see with her in the comics. And it's um, that compassion and also optimism and kind of like belief in humanity. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think they did a really good job of capturing that. Like, um, well, like I remember in, in... the fairly recent uh, Grey Greca Wonder Woman comics, there's this scene where she's talking to Steve, and she's like, I believe, I'm not going to remember it exactly, but she's like, I believe in love, Steve. And she's like, I know some people might think that that's silly, basically, but she's like, but I really believe in the power of it. And I think that's that's an important part of her character, and it really, it really came through, and it does show that she can be strong and powerful and a fighter but also have some of these softer qualities too and I think that actually makes her more powerful that that gave her that vision and that's 
you know, that belief in humanity and doing the right thing is why she fights. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like what the realization that she came to at the end, you know, that, you know, humanity, we're not just all cut and dry, just all, you know, like there's a mixture yeah. of what's inside of people. There's the dark and then there's the light and yeah. then people have that choice to make of, um, whether they're going to entertain the darkness side of themselves or the light side of themselves. Yeah. That it is love that can help propel people towards um, their lighter, more humane aspects of of who they are. Yeah. I really liked that part of the movie. I liked um, when she finds out that Ares hasn't been controlling the humans and, and that all the things that they've done to each other during the war, like they've chosen to do to each other. It wasn't Ares controlling them. Because then she realizes that, you know, humanity isn't, like it's not just that we're we're 100% good and, and anything we do that's bad is because of Ares. Like humans have these darker tendencies. And so then she has to decide, like even understanding that about humanity, is she still going to believe in in humanity is she still going to have that optimism and she does mm-hmm. um and so I, I really liked that character development like it's you could kind of think that her optimism before that was a little bit the result of of naivety and and right. having grown up on Themyscira but now that she sees what the world really is and she holds on to that optimism that's really powerful yeah absolutely yeah, that, that is true. She did have that naivety a lot um, in the beginning. And then it changed to kind of a more um, in-depth in depth perspective of, of what humanity is and, you know, what's inside of, of every human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The human journey. Yeah. And so yeah. she's consciously making a choice to, to have mm-hmm. those beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she doesn't have to, um, that it's not necessarily whether humans always deserve um, her help, mm-hmm. but that she loves them enough anyway to help them despite their flaws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aw. It's such a good movie. <laughs> it was beautiful. It um, really was. I don't think I saw dry eye in the theater. I know. People were getting so emotional. And I was feeling really emotional because to see a woman in this kind of role was really, um, really moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a beautiful movie. And just like, um, and I was watching a video about with Patty Jenkins and they were talking about um, like some of the, the war scenes or the battles scenes. Um, and some people kind of like become disinterested in those battle scenes. But, um, Patty Jenkins was saying that the trick to making a battle scene interesting, like people were getting emotional when you see Wonder Woman kind of like larger than life, they're cutting through and saving the people from the Nazis. And, you know, she's, she's fighting on behalf of these people that are being, um, harmed and persecuted and um people started um their eyes started watering and and people started you know it's a very emotional scene and um why is this 
fight scene more interesting than another fight scene. And Patty Jenkins says it's because of what the objective of that fight scene is, which makes it compelling. Um, yeah. If you're not relating to why the character is fighting, mm-hmm. then you might get bored or lose interest. But it was very compelling because she was fighting for um, humanity, for the people that were being, you know, um, harmed um, and hurt by the German Nazis. Um, mm-hmm. So that was where it was, um, or why it was such a great scene. Um, yeah. yeah. I think so, too. And I think it's, um, you know, having it be a female superhero fighting for this is another layer of significance. And, you know, we've seen, like, women in these roles before, but, I mean, some of them have been, like, Electra, like, in the Electra movie, where it's like, yeah, she's a tough female character, but she kind of falls into, like, the stereotype or, like, the trope of, you know, strong female character. Um... Or then you have, like, Black Widow, who I think is actually a really awesome character. Um, but she's not leading it. You know, like, it's an ensemble, and she doesn't have her own movie. And, and to yeah. see a female character like this in these fight scenes, like, fighting for something really powerful and meaningful, um, mm-hmm. I think had had a lot of significance. Patty mm-hmm. Jenkins said it was, um, like, not necessarily about making... Uh, it about her being a female mm-hmm. um, superhero as right. much as the superhero, and you know that happens to be female because that, yeah, the inequality about it is that um, it ha- it's a big deal that it is a that it is a female superhero when it really shouldn't be. It should exactly. be just like that's when it's equal when there's just as many female superheroes. As there are male superheroes, yeah, and no one's like, "Oh my god," you know. No one ever goes, "Oh my god," a male superhero <laughs> because it's seen all the time. Yeah. So when it's no longer a big deal that it's a female uh, being played as a superhero, that's when you know things are a little bit more balanced and equal. I you totally know? agree, and I think that it really that really showed in the movie because it's. It is awesome that she's a woman, but that that's not what all that defines her. Like, what defines her is what she believes in and that she wants to fight for good and that she's this really brave character, and that's who she is, and she's not only defined by being a woman. And I think that some of these, like, that's part of, like, with, with Electra or whoever it is, these characters who are, like, strong fighters who fall into that trope of the strong female character. Like, that's what it is, because they're defined by being a woman. Like, I, I've seen it called, like, the Smurf... What is the Smurfette um, conflict or something like that, where she's, like, the only woman, and it's a big deal that she's a woman, and that's what defines her, and it's, like, so amazing that she's this woman who can fight. Um, that's not how it was with Wonder Woman. She was a, yeah. a more complex like, more nuanced, like a real person. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was her kindness. I like the fact that um, that the reason that she leaves the mascara and, um, wasn't because necessarily of Steve Trevor, but, but what he tells her about uh, the World War, 
one happening and that it's, you know, a war, it's a war that the whole world is taking place and and it's a horrible world, a war, sorry, it's a horrible war where millions of people are dying. Mm -hmm. Um, And she felt in the goodness in her heart compels her to go with him to go stop the war and to kill Ares, who she believes to be behind the war and to save humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's just the goodness in her heart that really makes her a powerful superhero. Yeah, exactly. It's not that she's a woman that makes her impressive. It's it's that goodness in her heart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And this was also, of course, a, a huge, I think, win for, for female directors. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, female directors, um, I don't recall exactly the, um, the percentage, but I think in, was it 2014, only 17% of women made up um, the Hollywood industry's um, producers or directors or writers. Um, so, <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. So having, um, you know, this is a, so a lot was writing on this, Unfortunately, it was it was made into almost this kind of like political issue that if the movie was to bomb, that um, the likelihood of female directors um, of having another female direct a big, you know, blockbuster hit would have would have gone down a whole lot. Um, yeah, it's not like they're like, oh, we made a male movie with male superheroes and it flopped. So no more male superheroes. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but the sad thing is that had this movie flopped, um, you know, there's there's that whole myth that female superhero movies, no one wants to see them, mm-hmm. so had this flopped, it might have been another, what, 17, 20 years, who knows that another super female superhero movie could be made again, yeah. or, or that... Um, they would have allowed a female director mm-hmm. to direct another big blockbuster hit. Yeah. So it's it's really good that it did well for that reason. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, Michelle Wolf talked about this on, on The Daily Show, and she was saying, like, when we know we'll really have equality is when you can make a terrible female-led superhero movie and then another terrible superhero female-led superhero movie right after it. <laughs> And people won't say, let's stop making them yeah. because they're horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it's like one movie isn't treated as like a litmus test for all female superhero movies. I know. Oh, yeah. So, wonderful. And then this, you know, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think DC has had a movie that's done so well. At least yeah, not, not for a while. Time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this will be, you know, starting a new era where we'll see more female producers, directors, and writers in the entertainment industry making movies and TV shows. It would be, it would be awesome. And I feel like it has to have, it has to be sending a message, has to be, you know, has to have an impact to some extent. Oh yeah, Definitely. I, I think so. You know, because they need to make money, and they're going to invest 
in producers, writers, directors um, that make money, and in movie movie uh, movie superheroes that make money. So, mm-hmm. yep. And now, I mean, Wonder Woman has has shown that <laughs> they do. Yes, make money. Mm-hmm. So, so I can't wait to see uh, the sequel. I hear um, there's yeah, I've heard there's already talk of a sequel. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope they keep the same um, you know crew and yeah, in May and a lot of the same cast, of course. Well, mm-hmm. of course, um, I think Chris Pine won't be the next one, but yeah. Oh, sad. But I hope they yeah, keep Patty Jenkins as the director. I, I can't imagine um, they wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, if there's yeah. anything to do to have the job security in Hollywood, <laughs> Patty Jenkins just did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Oh. See, the screenplay was wonderful, too. Yeah. Um, it so, was really well written, I thought. Yeah, I love... I love that screenplay. It was great. I love the tone of it. I love the character development. I love the humor. Um, and like I said, the way it connects to the larger DC universe, but not too much. It was just overall just really well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that credit goes to Jeff Johns and Alan Heinberg. So as a screenwriter, or um, I always like to think about the screenplay and who was behind that as yeah, well. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, screenwriters don't get enough credit for yeah, their hard work. Unfortunately, they don't. <laughs> and there is no movie without right. the script. So. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that Joss Whedon, um, he wrote his own Wonder oh, Woman? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, screenplay, but it never got made, but... um. It's somewhere online. You can always find it and read it. So. You should write Wonder Woman comics at some point. Yeah. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Batgirl, so that'll be yeah, awesome. Yeah, me too. That will be good. I love mm-hmm. her so much, and I really hope that she gets better treatment than she did in Killing Joke. Oh. oh, my God, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that movie. Yeah, me too. So thanks for tuning in to the SheFi podcast. Um, yeah, we, we really loved Wonder Woman. We hope that you all loved it too. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. And uh, check us out at SheFi. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, uh, head on over to shefi.com. That's she-fi.com. Um, look us up on Redbubble. Uh, just go to Redbubble and search for SheFi, and you'll find lots of awesome merchandise. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, thanks so much, and we will catch up with you next time. Bye.